Hey, you're listening to Pull the Plug. Sometimes we do say some naughty words on air like poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, elbows. While that escalated quickly, listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug Podcast with myself, Shannon Bryan. And myself, Justin G. And uh, Justin Briner. Pissing off this weekend. Yeah, well, you know, he's an important man. He's got things to do. Yeah. People to bang, Well, maybe? Truth be know. told, uh, it's actually Jake Brenneman's birthday. Oh, because so oh, he does have a person to bang. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, some butt sex and whatnot. Obviously. But uh, a very happy birthday to Jake Brenneman. Yeah, friend of the show. Evening. Of course. Delightful human being. We'll get to one of his tracks later on, but we have a very special guest to welcome into the studio this evening. We do. Introduce yourself. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm Alex. I'm from the lovely city of Manchester, England. Hey, look at that. Manchester, England. Oh, god damn you. So hard. <laughs> God damn you so hard, Shannon. Okay, specifically for this show, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, this sh- definitely this show, and specifically, fuck you, is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. That's, That's okay. what we're saying, right? Like, we can... I, with com- I completely agree. All right. Thanks. Oddly enough, though, I feel like that's the attitude I get every week. Well, it is, it the, is the vibes we do try to send to you, so... Bit of a cunt. Yeah. So, yeah, Alex is visiting um, in a rant. We can, we can actually talk about this maybe... Do you want to talk about it now? Let's do we, it now. Let's do it now. Fuck okay. it. We, uh, listeners of the show, might know that me and Shannon were uh, in Europe in June for three weeks. Yeah. Um, doing a number of different things. Uh, you know, uh, lots of anal things. For sure. Well, I mean, we were in Germany for the most part, so, like, the there you go. the sexcapades got really it wild. Went, it went nuts. But while we were in Germany, we were also at a music festival, Rockin' Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and... We camped there, and uh, we just happened to be camping beside uh, Alex and two of his friends. Who else would you want to come next to? Exactly. Honestly. Real fine chaps. Fine chaps, indeed, yeah. is how they describe themselves. Yeah. I was going to say, I like how you say chaps. Yeah. Chaps. Very British. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. And you were drawn to us because of our Canadian flags? Is that Yeah, is that well, we were kind of hopeful that you were actually Canadian, and luckily you were, because we came across many... Germans flying like Scottish flags, Irish flags, and when we asked them, "Are you guys actually Scottish or Irish?" they just kind of look at us and just go, nine, nine. German." <laughs> it's like, "Why are you flying a stupid, different flag then?" <laughs> so we were less confusing and flew our own flag. Yeah, we, you know, we're truthful. Yeah, well, we were very disappointed that you didn't say a boot. Yeah, which is the stereotypical thing that us Brits think of you Canadians for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I think that's all because of South Park. That is, say, yeah. Damn you, Terrence and Philip. <laughs> so, so we we became fast friends and partied a lot. We got drunk and played games and went to concerts and you know, as you do. I think that was that pretty much summed up our relationship. Pretty much, and then for some reason, for some reason, uh, your your you had it on your on your list of places to go. Canada was like near the top of the list. It's very true. The truth is, I wanted to see a moose. <laughs> and the closest you got lie. was the restaurant Moose Winooski's, <laughs> yeah. where there's a giant statue of a moose. Which I got a picture with, so my yeah, life yeah. is officially complete. Yeah. To, to be I fair, that is, it's life-size, it, so, yeah. you know, he did sort of succeed. Yep, life And, I mean, that's the closest you'll ever get to a moose, because in, in the wilderness... There's no way in fuck you'd get that close. Oh, so I can't, like, go into the wilderness and ride a moose with a saddle and just pretend I'm, like, the moose master of 
Manchester. I think that's actually the final. That's the final test for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Like, if you're able to harness and wild and and ride a wild moose, you're an RCMP officer. I think that's why they call them Mounties. If you can mount a moose, <laughs> yeah. you're a Mountie. I could do that. There you go. Mounted many mooses in my time in Manchester. There's, there's another goal for you to to take care of while you're here. So so so, so welcome. So welcome uh, tonight in place of Briner, we have a very fine substitute. Yeah. So we're excited to uh, carry on with this evening's festivities. And I'm excited to be here and take the mick out of your Canadian customs. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's talk about tonight's show. Let's because it's a doozy. Um, we're, we're we're gonna thing. I love talking about stuff like this because I'm fascinated with death. Right. Not in a morbid sense, but I just find it sort of. Slightly but, morbid. But I find it fascinating and what happens to you after you die. So Gizmodo put together a nice little article of things that you can make out of yourself after you die. And we, we have touched on this quite a bit. I mean, in the past, we've talked about uh, your ashes being pressed into vinyl yeah. um, and things like that, which is kind of cool. So so this, uh, this is a pretty interesting list. I'm yeah. excited to talk about it. Um, we're going to talk about the first hands-free vibrator. Tell me more. Oh, I read this article, and I got a little turned on, and I th- it's a brilliant idea. Brilliant idea. I'm excited. Uh, so we're going to talk about that, and we, are, we have to talk about this, uh, the scientist uh, from Lockheed Martin that made a deathbed video confession. I'm not going to tell you what, it's, what the confession is about, but oh, buddy, it got me excited. Just old people just divulging shit on their deathbeds is old people telling itself. secrets is fun as shit. Yeah, I don't care because who they, you are. they've lived through some shit, right? Like That's very true. Yeah. There, there's some history in this world that we've yet to learn. So I'm I'm pretty pumped on that. This is good. So we had all that uh, plus your movie update uh, as well as your music news um, and some fantastic music coming your way. So uh, I hope you guys are are, are pumped. Uh, if you uh, want to stay up to date with everything pull the plug related, which we suggest you do because it's the right proper human way of doing things yeah go to the website ptppodcast.com links to facebook twitter the blog all that kind of stuff and speaking of the blog before we get into the music shannon we yeah. should say that uh uh angry mike angry michael, hawkins. michael angry hawkins has finally graced himself with uh, his presence once again uh we've missing him on air but he has sent us over a blog post and you can check that out on the blog at ptppodcast.com He's uh, the Smitten. same the same Mike as we've always uh, always known, always loved, um, and yet now he himself is in love. It's beautiful. So check out the blog, ptppodcast.com. <laughs> women, eh? That's yeah. what we're saying. Fucking Wh- bitches. Women, <laughs> eh? Bitches be cray. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. That's the tagline so of the show. Check it out. Um, but first... Let's get into the music here. Yes. Maybe maybe read the music while you're listening to the sweet tunes. Uh, Kevin Foster here, his uh, Blue Rodeo cover. Here's Try on PTP Podcast. Don't you tell me I'm wrong. I've been watching every move that you made. Hearts you steal when you make up in Trouble for the man you may take Every time you walk in the room Could never be sure of a smile You were never the same way twice I'm falling in love On night after night No, it's crazy 
Foster there with his blue rodeo cover. Try you're listening to pull the plug. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, you got you got to dive right into to stories like this. You know you can't just you know play on the edges a little bit. Uh, we're gonna dive right into the sh- to the show here, and we're gonna talk about uh, uh, two women, Alexandra Fine and Janet Lieberman. They're uh, two 20 year olds living in Brooklyn, and they have a background in sex therapy. And as well as mechanical engineering, which is a weird combination. That is a, a, a strange bizarre. combo. They paired up to uh, create Dame Products, which is a sex toy company that is building the first ever hands-free, non-intrusive, wearable vibrator to add clitoral stimulation during intercourse. That's brilliant. Oh, it's my. brilliant. So they they go on to, first of all, their, their reasoning behind it, and she's quoted as saying, when you look at sexuality, there's a huge disparity between men and women's pleasure. Women are much more likely to find sex non-enjoyable and much less likely to have orgasms. According to the Center for Sexual Health, only 64% of women reported having had an orgasm at their last sexual encounter. Jesus, that's some low numbers. That's, that's pretty bad. Um, and they call this the pleasure gap, and they're hoping that this new product will help narrow that gap. So, And, and actually, according to the Kinsey Institute, up to 70% of women need clitoral stim- stimulation to orgasm. They don't just orgasm from... 
insertion of some type. Right. They need that stimulation on their clit. So uh, they 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 wanted to create a, a sex toy that could provide this. But typically, when you try to stimulate the clitoris during sex with either a toy or with your hands or whatever, it can kind of be awkward and can kind of take the mood out of it or screw somebody up or whatever. It just doesn't add a lot to the whole experience. So mm-hmm. that's why they introduced a new toy called the Eva. Eva. It is a small hands-free vibrator that a woman can can tuck under her what's called her labia majora during sex. So basically right above like right where your clit is, right on the upper part of your vagina. Yep. This little contraption. We're going to be posting the link to Facebook and Twitter so you can see cuz they do have a visual thing and it's a lot easier to Oh, thank God. to see this. <laughs> And understand how it works. But it's basically, it looks like a small little egg with two little, like, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, arms on the side that you push in so that it can fit in. Uh-huh. And then it stays in place. The arms kind of extract a little bit so it stays in place. So you can wear this during you sex. You wear this cer- during sex. It doesn't cover up. I'm, I, I don't know the technical term, so I'm going to sound like an idiot. It doesn't cover up. You can still insert. Right. But it sits, like, where your clitoris is. And you turn it on, and it provides a con- consistent vibration. With no hands. With no hands. Look, my no hands. I'm so, have to buy one. I think so. So <laughs> That's just for me. Just keep that in your pocket and you know. like just travel around. Hey, they hey wanted, you want to hook up? Look they wanted to empower women to enjoy sex while creating a product that wasn't obtruf- obtrusive so her partner can still totally focus on her. And she also added that she didn't want to make the, this product look like a penis because a, a lot of men do feel threatened buy sex toys in the bedroom it's you know you you're, you're not able that. to you get that sense like oh i can't pleasure you in some instance right i can see so that. the product was built uh by their business partner um who is a mechanical engineer and again it fits up on top of the labia provides clitoral stimulation for the entire time but you can still have full intercourse so both parties are able to experience optimal pleasure this shit's genius it is genius and and what their like educational background is the sex therapy and the engineering like this is their only career path is to make sex toys it's right? kind of it's kind of perfect yeah <laughs> like that's exactly what they were destined for uh the women of dean products describe the eva as a one size fits most <laughs> so i don't know maybe that means you know unless you haven't had sex before or you're just a big old whore and vagina is gaping it'll probably fit uh, they sense. they do admit that there's no guarantee that it will stay in place uh, or be right for all bodies, and it won't stay in place like consistently 100% of the time, but it is designed to. Uh, you need a labia to tuck it under. You have to make your own judgment call based on knowing what your body is like, but the women who have tried it have described it as comfortable and secure, and so far 30 women have tested the product, and most have given positive feedback. Only 30? Yeah, it's a small little wow. thing. They have a uh, uh, raising money for the Eva on Indiegogo. Wow! And they just met their goal of fifty thousand dollars. Well, if they're willing to send a promotional product, I'd be happy to review <laughs> it here on Pull the Plug Podcast. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Donation of ninety five dollars gets you your very own to experiment with, uh, experiment with at your leisure. And once on the market, that's going to retail for about one hundred and five dollars, which is about average for a smaller sex toy, I guess. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they close off their article by saying orgasms and sex are some of the most beautiful experiences we have as humans. It makes you happy. It decreases stress, decreases heart attack. It's amazing. Women should be able to experience that enjoyably as well. That's awesome. I agree. It's brilliant. Completely. Absolutely brilliant. Doing justice for the whole human race. So once again, we're going to be posting the link to Facebook and Twitter. You can find those links at ptbpodcast.com. They've got, uh, instructional videos 
uh, that are safe for work. <laughs> Don't worry. As safe for work as they can be. Um, and illustrations, if, if my description, which admittedly is pretty, was pretty poor, as to how it fits in and how it looks and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty oh, interesting. Fun. I think it's worth checking out if, uh, if you're lacking in that department. That is seriously cool. So once again, ptppodcast.com for links to Facebook and Twitter. Nice. We got a movie update coming up for you next. Movie update it's coming stoked. up next. But first, we had these guys in, I'd say, about a month ago. Oh, something like and, that. And uh, we're still looking forward to seeing their uh, performance videos on YouTube. Here's some Trap Tiger, Happy Tiger on Pull the Plug Podcast. Got nothing to do with the vandal's thoughts you found on his burial plot, so I won't talk till I got something to say.
Now, as long as you're just hanging there, pay attention. Now it's time for your pull-the-plug movie update. This is one doodle that can't be undid, Holmes Gillett. Top five at the box office this week. Number five, The Book of Life. I don't know anything about that movie. Boring. Um, number four, Gone Girl. Oh, that was so good. Oh, such yeah. a good film. Oh, it was really Both of good. you have seen this. Yeah. Ben Affleck is best by far. Yeah. What? Like, really impressive. And Rosamund Pike, enough said. She's just beautiful. Wow. Yeah. It, it's a phenomenal movie. It's, it's long, but I don't say that in a negative way. It needs to be long, though, to explain it all, I think, personally. Yeah, it could go a little bit longer, just to, like, I, I feel like... I got the gist of it. Like, I know, you know, what the story was. I, I get that. But I feel like, yeah, if you added an extra 20 minutes, you could have added a lot more, and you could have added a little bit more, like, drama to it. A little Definitely. bit. I feel like I, I've, I haven't seen it, and it looks phenomenal, but I've heard that the book isn't nearly as exciting as, as what this movie is. is I haven't world. read the book, um, but that's what I've heard. So I don't know. Well, they've had to change it a fair bit, haven't they? For the big screen. That's what I heard, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's really good. I I recommend and kind of funny at certain parts. Like really, there's certain parts where it's like that's pretty fucking hilarious. I would not have expected that at all. Oh, there's cops outside. That's fun. Sorry, I got distracted. Oh, we gotta hide our drugs. Um, but that's a good movie. I definitely recommend checking it out. Hide <laughs> my drugs. <laughs> Number three, Fury. Another good film. You've oh, seen this one, one too. I saw it literally the night before I came here. Oh my god. Describe yeah. it for it, because yes. I I really uh, want to see this movie. It's basically about an American tank crew um, during World War II. Brad Pitt in it, Sheila Booth. Mm -hmm. They're literally the only two people I know in the film. But <laughs> as oh, far uh, as John Bernthal is in it. He played Shane in Walking Dead. Oh, yes, cool. he's yes, in that he too. Is. Yeah, yeah, he is. He plays a bit of a hick. Oh, right on. A hillbilly kind I like of that. character. Um, yeah, absolutely cracking film. Right One on. of the best war films I've seen for a long time. Wow. I heard it's really intense. Yeah. Yeah. Shit goes down. <laughs> I <laughs> like that. Pretty quickly. Sweet. Nice. Uh, number two, John Wick, which is, uh, what's his name? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, uh, uh, welcome back to the big screen. He's been gone for a while. I was going to say, it's been a long time. Yeah. Like, I, and I guess it is, I've heard it's his best since The Matrix, which is. Really? It's not hard. Yeah, to well, be completely to honest. be fair, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Looking at what he's done in between, yeah, that's. Yeah, hmm. so that's what I keep hearing. It's his, it's his best since The Matrix, so good on him. And number one in the box office this week, fitting with the time of year, uh, Ouija. No. no it, yes, but I, yep. I'm not. Yes, it is. $20 million in its opening weekend. I'm not down with, with anything <laughs> like that. Justin's a bit no of a pussy when it comes to horror movies. Do you know what, do you know what Ouija, Ouija board is? Never heard of it. Oh, really? Okay. You've never heard of a Ouija board? I've heard of a Ouija oh, board, okay. but I've never heard of this film. But oh, okay. essentially the movie is this group of, of people... Uh, like our our age, essentially playing this Ouija board game, and do bad things happen? Bad shit goes down. Oh, and people they they're looking through the little like mirrored or uh, the little window of the Ouija board uh, game piece. Yeah, and people are dying on the other side of it, and people are being taken away. And it look it's a good fitting horror movie for the time of year. So we're veering off a little bit because we got time, and fuck it, um, the, the Ouija boards. People still are, are taking that seriously, eh? Like, I think that's, so. That's a that's a thing people look at and be did like, "This is this is this is real." Did you play with a Ouija board growing up? No, no, I did quite a bit actually. It was, it was so fun. your parents were devil worshippers, is what you're saying? Right. Like they they yes. were totally fine with absolutely Satan. They loved it. Well, my mom actually forbade it. Like 
Really? If you do not bring the, this, like, don't go out and buy it and bring this into our home. I think we had a couple of them. And, and for me, that kind of made it intriguing. I never did end up playing it, nor do I want to, because it's a board game. Not really. It, it, it's a thing, okay, yeah. like a board game. I guess, yeah. And it's marketed so you can talk to the dead. Right. If you believe that, you're crazy. To be fair, though, there's some dead people I'd love to talk to. Oh, yeah, me See? too. See you? Hey, That's no, a no, great point. I'm not saying I wouldn't love to talk to some dead folks. I'm just saying that a Ouija board is not going to be the way to do it. Like, if you could pull this thing out and talk to Freddie Mercury, would you not want to? Is what I'm saying. <sighs> You're missing that the point. Awesome. Yeah, You're see? missing see? the point. I'm not saying I don't want to talk to certain dead people. I think it's entirely the point. The point is, is that the Ouija board thing, the, the, the communication tool... Is bullshit. Well, bring me another tool and we'll talk then. Yeah. I got problems with yeah, it. I know. That's all I'm saying. I think you just got problems. I got problems. <laughs> we might need to take like listener inquiries as to have you ever used a Ouija board? If so, has something happened? Your best stories about Or them. do you even believe in it? Because if you do, I don't know if I want you listening. There, there's definitely those people that play in a group of friends just to intentionally fuck with their friends of course and it's yeah of awesome. course there always has to be that person in the group in order for it to give you the experience that you're that would be for. you i think i think that would be you it's 100 yeah me. of course it's you Absolutely, that's why you're so on me. board with it i love it <laughs> alex what do you think you got you got a, a feeling for for a ouija before we move on sorry but i don't really know i mean it's never been something i've looked at to be honest not because i don't believe in it it's just mm. Never really. It's not a not a yeah. thing. Maybe, maybe oh. it's not very big in the UK. Not really. We've heard of them. Yeah. But we don't really. Maybe it's just the fact that mystics North out Americans, there. you know, Mystic Megan, all that. If you've ever heard of her, yeah. crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. All right. That's my opinion. That's just mine. Yeah. Uh, opening this week in theaters for you, Nightcrawler, new Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, before I go to sleep, goodbye to language. I think my pick might be Horns. Oh, I want to see this movie so bad. And I know you're not a Daniel Radcliffe fan, <laughs> but it's, it looks pretty sweet. It does look very good, and I've heard very good things about it. Yeah. I think the selling point to me would be the big snake that he has around his neck, because let's face it, who doesn't like snakes? Yeah, me. That, that's me. Oh, come on. I hate I've, them. I've done stories on this show where, you know, like a snake eats like a dog or something, a or penis. you find a snake, or a penis, or a snake like shows up in the toilet. And Shannon and co-host Justin can't listen to it. They can't. They it's have fucked. to. They, they can't. Ha they can't handle it. Yep. I don't understand it. It's just. And just... and from my understanding, they offered to do all of the snakes in horns, which there is, and that's for me a deterrent. But the movie just looks too good for me not to see it. Um, they offered to do the snakes in CGI for this film because I guess he does have quite the fear of snakes. And he opted. He's like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna overcome it. He filmed the entire thing with live snakes. Snakes aren't horrible Just, creatures, though. They're horrible. They're not. <laughs> they are the worst. One word, pussy. <laughs> One word. Fuck you. <laughs> I just say it really fast. Typhonated or something. Yeah, that's good. I like um, that. Coming soon to theaters, November 7th, Big Hero 6, The Theory of Everything, which looks fantastic. Yes. Um, that's the, the robot. Uh, the robot. 
Can we focus on that? <laughs> Stephen Hawking. For I'm sorry. A second. It's Stephen Hawking. <laughs> the robot. It, it's the the biopic for Stephen Hawking. You're a monster. <laughs> and Interstellar, which looks fucking oh, stellar. Interstellar. For lack of a better word. Yes, please. It looks fantastic. Number uh, November fourteenth. <laughs> you know he's a human being, right? Like you, it, it's it's just a wheelchair. Is he still? Oh my god! <laughs> November fourteenth. Oh Foxcatcher, Beyond the Lights, and uh, Dumb and Dumber too. Yeah, that's. I don't know whether that's going to be awesome or bad. I really want it to be awesome. I want it to be awesome. I really want it. To be awesome. I that's want... my childhood right there. Yeah. Um, actually, I want it to be awesome, but I'm a realist. So when I was mm. in uh, Vancouver this yeah. past week or whatever, um, they had uh, um, what's the van? The 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 shag the, the, the shag mobile or whatever. Or whatever but it, it is. they do like dog grooming in yeah. the van. Oh, yeah. They had a promotional one driving around no Vancouver, and it was the exact replica. It had like the dog ears and everything, and it was it was literally just a promotional piece. Um, but they had it driving around Vancouver, which was really exciting. That's amazing. And I guess George Clooney was in town, too, so no big yeah, deal. Oh, well. I feel like there should be bigger hype. If it's, I feel like if, if it's good, then there should be bigger hype. I agree. I actually didn't you know realize I mean? it was coming out that soon. Yeah. Even with the Shagmobile or whatever it is driving around <laughs> Vancouver. Like, that seems odd to me. Yeah. I'm just, that's, that, I, that, that worries me a little bit. Totally agree. New on DVD for you this week, Good People. Begin Again, uh, Life of Crime, Deliver Us from Evil. Uh, but I think my pick for a, for a new DVD is going to be uh, Zach Raff's new film, Wish I Was Here. It's a great film. Out great today movie. on DVD. Yeah. So exciting. Um, and it's a great film. Definitely check it out. Coming soon to DVD, uh, Frontera. Yeah. Maleficent, which I watched on the plane. It was fucking epic. Nice. So good. Check it out. Hercules, that's uh, The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson there for you. Planes, Fire and Rescue, and A Most Wanted Man. It's one of uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's uh, last films. Oh, shit. Yeah, so you can check that out and oh, that, raise a glass. There's been some sad deaths this year. Oh, no shit. They really uh, have. Uh, but let's talk about some happy shit. Let's. Alex, give us some celebrity birthdays. Woo. Well, um, actor Ben Foster is 34. Uh, you might, you would recognize him if you saw him, but... What's he from? I was going to say, I don't, I don't recall the um, name. Th- movies and things. Excellent. It's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gabrielle Union, 42. She. <laughs> she's, is, she's a female Don't pretend you know. <laughs> Do you remember, did you, did you ever watch Bad Boys 2? Yes. Yeah. The, uh, the black chick. <laughs> I uh, really doesn't know it down I know. Um... <laughs> The hot one? Uh, is it somebody's daughter? Oh, is it? Uh... She was in. Uh, she was in. Oh, she was in Bring It On. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. She's a good deal. That, 42. That brought That's the whole impressive. piece of the puzzle together. I, th- I thought that would help you out a little bit. One of the only ones on this list that I know, Winona Ryder, is 43. A uh, notorious kleptomaniac She's as well. She's a pretty good looking 43. I though, would I'd say, say so. I, didn't say, I didn't realize yeah. she was. You know, that old. Like, to me, she seems more like mid-30s. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah? I would have said that. So good on her. Good on you, Winona. Rufus Sewell, 47. (laughs) Who's this, Justin? (laughs) Tell me more. Uh, No, it's again, it's one of those guys that you would know if if you saw him. But I can't even name a movie that he was in. Oh, my God. It's a a bad day for birthdays, admittedly, okay? let's just Not my fault. 
Randy Jackson, 53. Yeah, there, Randy Jackson. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Go little, on, please. Little, I little, have no idea. Little pitchy dog. He's he, a, he's one of the judges from Ameri- or used to be a judge on American Idol. The big fat black dude. He was uh he was part of the Jackson Five. Yeah. Oh well, with the name Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I mean it goes with a bit that of saying. a giveaway, I suppose. <laughs> and the only other one that I've heard of, Richard Dreyfus, sixty-seven. That guy's a legend. He is absolute. Um, and before we end movie update, uh, today at a press event, Marvel Studios dropped the fucking mic. Uh, and unveiled its full Phase 3 calendar. Boom. Uh, consisting of a total of nine films, which is their most actually ambitious phase yet. Every other phase has either been five or six films, so they're going fucking nine. Balls to the wall. Um, and this doesn't include Ant-Man, which technically was supposed to <laughs> start Phase 3, but it's got, I guess now is going to end Phase 2. Okay. So just try to keep that in check. So so they're ahead of the game on that they're, one? They're fucking going nuts. They're like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, let's keep going. So Shit. I, wow. I, it's really impressive. So I'm going to give you a little breakdown here. Uh, coming out May 6th, 2016, Captain America, Civil War, right? That's going to be a good Am one. I right? Yes, Sorry. It's, correct. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'm excited how they're going to do that because it's, it's, it's going to be have to be very different from the, the comic series. Because – Really quickly, the Civil War series in the, in the comics is that you, the government is requiring every superhero to register with the government. Right. Um, because And the reason for that is that all the superheroes still have, like, secret identities. Right. Where in, like, the, the movie universe, that's not really the case. Like, everyone knows who Captain America is. Everyone knows who Iron Man is. You know, all these people know who everybody else is. So it doesn't right. really work out like that. Okay, interesting. But I'm just stoked to see Captain America and Iron Man kick the shit out of each other. I'm on a win. That's going to be – Yeah. Yeah. You want you, you want to give it to Captain America because like, in he's your the heart, American he's, boy. He's, you know he's that nice guy. But being not American, I know Tony Stark is technically American, but it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah no, he's true. just a legend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then November Dreamboat too. Yeah, oh, totally. November fourth, two thousand sixteen. Doctor Strange, who I believe is going to be Benedict Cumberbatch. He's in <gasps> final negotiations. I well, or not not consi- Now I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, or as my brother calls him on Facebook, Benadryl Cabbage Patch, which I found really funny. Um, I think there are better choices. I disagree. He but, is disagree. the choice. But I, I, he's going to rock it, so I'm okay with he it. Is he's just 100%. a sexy British bastard. Yes. What more do you want? Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I'm with Alex on this one. May 5th, 2017, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This one I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, I, I could not be more excited. Like, out of all of these movies... I am the most excited for the second Guardians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. See, I was going to anticipate this next one. July 28th, 2017, Thor Ragnarok. I know. I, and I, again, I, like, I'm like i going to be so excited Ooh. for Thor. Shit's going to go down if it's anything like Norse mythology. That's uh, a, yeah. It does apparently follow uh, a, the – there is a comic series that kind of follows along that whole thing. So, oh. And Loki's going to be returning for that one as well. Yes, and, and that's again, what this new this Avengers is, great, you know, is I British. guess, really going to be mi- – or, yeah, it's really going to be missing. Is, uh, yeah, no Loki. No Loki. Uh, Loki November 3rd, 2017. Three movies in 2017 from Marvel. Wow. This one I think is going to be fucking amazing. Black Panther. Going to be good. Um, and the guy... Oh, fuck. I forget his name. Chadwick Boseman. He played uh, Jackie Robinson in 42. He That's, has been cast as Black Panther. He is a fantastic actor. And there's rumors he's going to be showing up in the new Avengers movie at the very end. And they tend to do that, right? They do They, do they that. like to tease that a little bit. So uh, Then opening up maybe 4th, 2018, Avengers Infinity War Part 1. 
For those of you not familiar with the Infinity stuff, there's the Infinity Gauntlet, gauntlet that Th- Thanos has. Yep. And at the very end of the event, they showed Thanos with all the... In- the- oh, shit's going to go down. And then July 6, 2018, we have Captain Marvel. Amazing. November 2nd, 2018, we have Inhumans. And then finally, May 3rd, 2019, closing out Phase 3, Avengers Infinity War Part 2. So that's cool. I like that they're really keeping like they're they're keeping the ones that you know and love in there and they're continuing on with the Captain America, the Thor, the Avengers, but they're also sprinkling in like the Doctor Strange and Black Panther and Captain Marvel. So you're getting some new stuff in there too. It's a good time to be a Marvel fan, Absolutely. that's for sure. The reason that you're that they're it's funny that you say that though, is that after the third uh, Avengers movie, only part one, uh uh Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, his contract runs out. Pretty much everybody's contract runs out. So there's the thought that the reason that they're bringing in, you know, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, all these other ones, is because in the final Avengers movie, the only one who anybody's going to know is going to be Iron Man. Interesting. And they have said they've come out and said that at the end of this, this next Avengers movie, Age of Ultron, coming out in May, the lineup will be changed. Interesting. You're going to see it happen in the film. So that's going to be fucking crazy. That is very cool. So we had to nerd out a little bit. That move, that news came out today. And yeah, bear with us while we fucking geek out yeah. for a little bit. So, so deal with that shit. We just need a few moments just to accept his awesomeness. Yeah, Absolutely. clean our pants out. And, and uh, we're gonna give you that time as well because we're uh, we're gonna get to our music news in just a little bit. Yes, but we're gonna get back to the music here. Here's Chad Price, another day on Pull the Plug podcast. Another day 
Chad Price there, another day. You are listening to Pull the Plug. Beauty. Yeah. How are you enjoying yourself over there? I'm really enjoying this. That's good. You, know, you don't have to lie to us, you know. Would I do that, you know? <laughs> no, he's... He, Truthfully, you would not. I, I understand that. I upfront about their If emotions. I was being honest, I'd think I'd be out on my ass very quickly <laughs> to fend for myself in the nearby woods <laughs> where there's mooses and bears ready to eat me that's yeah. a that's a good point that you brought up uh yesterday or the day before real quick is that we're we're kind of dumb with how we describe multiple moose meese it, it should be meese it should be it really should be meese it's like goose and geese yeah but it's more like sheep it's not more like, like sheep, sheep because moose is the exact same as goose except for one letter so your argument is invalid right but i'm saying the the pluralization of it is like sheep because if it's one sheep or a flock of sheep, it's still sheep. That's what we're saying. That's dumb. Yeah, should be like sheep. Th- then the same shoop. thing should be done for goose. A lot of sheep. Heard of sense. That- it's a goose or a flock of goose. I don't know. I guess it could See? work. So there you go. It, it, I'm saying it could work. It but sounds dumb. One moose or a bunch of moose, but I think it also has to do with a little bit that I don't think moose really travel in like. Herds or whatever. I think doesn't, they're very independent ladies and whatnot. No, it doesn't matter. It, it's 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 <laughs> language. It, it's yeah. Well, we have this guy. Which you for guys that. invented, by <laughs> the way. They fucked it up. No, I guess you didn't invent it, but <laughs> you popularized it or something. Well, of course we did. You know, I mean, the Americans fucked it up. Let's face it, with <laughs> the stupid tomatoes and basil and all that crap. Yeah, we also say tomatoes and basil. What's wrong with you guys? I thought you can eat a lot. Cool. Tomato a lot. and it's basil. tomato and basil. <laughs> Oregano. Basil and sounds oregano. like a, but- basil. A, uh, a butler's name. Basil. Yeah. Basil. <laughs> it does. Like basil faulty. You know, faulty towers. It yeah. makes perfect sense. Oh, this is gonna be. This show's gonna be huge. Um, in but you know, we spell color with a U and whatnot, so we're back on the same page. I was gonna say, yeah. you know, you gotta take the goods and bads, I suppose. <laughs> Jesus. You like the fake Americans, but want to be British. No, and I like that. We don't want to be British. Let's get oh, that shit. straight Come out on. in the open right here. <laughs> Come on. You do a bit. You want an accent like this, let's face well, it. Well, you're making it sound so good. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch. True. That's, That's a good point. Enough said. Sold me. I'd switch. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so Gizmodo <laughs> put together a, uh, a list of, uh, of, of some things that you can make out of yourself after you die. Yes. You know, a lot of people just, you know, put you into the ground and it, it's wasteful. But you can look into your options. Look into your options. Yeah. So I'm here to give you some options. You can be made into 240 pencils. That's silly. As carbon-based life forms, we are made out of just the right stuff when it comes to making up pencils. Uh, each, uh, you can, there's a company that allows you to turn your deceased into 250 pencils, each stamped with the name and de- date of death, which is a little creepy. Added bonus, the box is its own sharpener. So once you get the whole set, you're left with a more traditional ash receptacle in the form of a box of shavings. So there you go. You use yourself as a, as a pencil and then the shavings. So you make yourself useful before turning to ash. Exactly. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Because at first I was thinking, well, like, don't you feel bad throwing your, like, shavings into the garbage? Because that's, like. The question I've got to ask is, who the hell comes up with this idea? I'll know. tell you what I'll do. I'll turn me granddad into a couple of HB fights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. Do they uh, have it's got to be HB2s, though, for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> good year. <laughs> That's good. Uh, street signs. Uh, several crematoriums, actually in England, will actually wow. melt down the metal and turn it into a variety of public fixtures with road signs, lamp post poles, and safety barriers. 
Families, of course, have to agree to turn the deceased into public property, and any proceeds the crematorium makes are generally donated to a charity of their choice. Interesting. Uh, diamonds. The, see, this is my, – my mom has been saying this for the last – 10 years or so yeah that it's been around for a while and she has always as long as i can remember said that she wants to be pressed into a diamond i think it's i think it's amazing you can put it on a ring that's something it literally becomes a fair family heirloom because, saying, not to quote james bond but diamonds are forever yeah it's true yeah. you know kind of forever. it's there. something like she's always i mean i'm not one to wear jewelry but i know my sister is and my mom is very much in love with her her jewelry and she has a lot of family heirloom pieces and and I is think that, if your mom, you know, at that point, you know, if she were to become a diamond, I feel like that would be a jewelry exception that you might make. For sure. You and know, I like that's kind of I think neat. it helps, too, that it's only me and my sister, so we'd only be splitting her in two, I guess, which is a little morbid. But, I mean, so we'd still get a pretty nice rock out of it. So oh, yeah. like there's a family of six, and we all get, like, tiny little shit pieces of diamond. So it's a Swiss company called Al Gordanza. They, they're kind of leading the pack in this particular method of mourning. They use enough heat and pressure to mimic that which you'd find deep within the Earth's crust. The yeah. end result is a shiny, uh, usually blue-tinted stone. And each human actually produces a slightly different-looking diamond, which is kind of neat. That is really so neat. So no one comes out looking the exact same. It's like That's a snowflake. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're all little snowflakes in the end. Uh, so poetic. Yes. Yeah. You can be made into a bullet. What? Which is kind of awesome. There's a company called Holy Smoke. They're happy to stuff your human remains into either 250 shotgun shells, 100 rifle cartridges, or 250 pistol cartridges for a one-time payment one-time payment of $1250. This would be so great. Like I know we don't have it in Canada, but like in places in the US that have the death penalty, if someone has murdered someone, that family should take the the cremations oh of the murdered victim <laughs> and use shit. them to kill the guy for his death penalty. To so it's fair, like his retribution. I kind of agree with that. That's, I think that'd be fucking that is, awesome. That's kind of beautiful. Death from beyond the grave. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, the, awesome. that's the final retribution right there. That's the final countdown. I like it. Uh, <laughs> you can be made into a photograph. Uh, Norwegian design studio Skregegel. <laughs> Which I guarantee I'm pronouncing properly. Yeah. Uh, they rigged up a printer <laughs> to accept a friend's dearly departed dog's ashes as ink. That's weird. And after messing around with a few combinations of uh, spe- unspecified powders, they managed to print the dog's likeness in the dog's ashes on a dog's on a dark background. So the person whose dog it was, they now have a picture of the dog of the dog as its ashes, as opposed to just having the do- ashes in a box. I, I it sounds cool, but. I don't understand how that's possible. I don't. I, I don't either. Uh, an hourglass. That oh yeah, that, that makes sense. Costs three hundred thirty dollars. Uh, in the light urns will put you in a glass vial that will forever remind your loved ones about how quickly their own time is running out. Is their tagline. Um, and if the full fi- full thing is a little too pricey, they can pick up the silver pendant option for a mere eighty dollars. So it's just a small little hourglass on a on a pendant. Oh, that's kind of neat. Which is kind of creepy though, carrying around your ashes on like your neck. Yeah, that would be a little strange. And you only get, like, what, their toe in that one? Yeah, I don't yeah. <laughs> Um, And finally, we've talked about this in the past, a vinyl record. Yes. Uh, there's a, uh, an online store called Vinyly. Uh, they can press your ashes into vinyl of a song of your choice um, or they can a record recording. They voice, yeah. Recording that you've made, whether it's your voice or your own song or whatever it might be. So whoever has that vinyl after you've died can, can listen to the vinyl from you. It's kind of brilliant. That is very cool. A little bit creepy at the same time, though. Super creepy. I would love to like record myself on there and and be like, 
I'm watching you. See, as that's totally what I do. That's to absolutely what I would do. It's brilliant. So I, I, I think that I think that's a lot better than just fucking, you know, putting yourself in the ground. Like, make yourself useful. Yeah, worm meat. Like, yeah, it doesn't sound fun. I like it. Yeah. So we're going to post in the link. It's got links to all these different companies that are providing these services uh, on this post on Gizmodo. So you can uh, we're going to be posting it to Facebook and Twitter. You can find those links at ptppodcast.com. And let me know what you think if you'd like to do one of these things. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. We're going to get back to the music here. Here's Trouble and Daughter, More Than Looks on PTP Podcast. Sorry. 
Are you ready to get your mind blown? And now it's time for your Pull the Plug music news. Slap with that bass, man. I slap with that bass. New releases in music. New Taylor Swift. We all 1989. God damn you, Taylor Swift. Uh, I, I hate her as much as everybody else does. I hear it's amazing, and I don't care. Yeah. So that's, okay. that's my opinion. I would. Leg wagon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would. Of course you would. Who that, wouldn't? Yeah. That face. Really? Yeah. I feel like she's a bag and tag. To be fair, when you have your, your hand over the head, it doesn't really make much difference. That's, I don't know. To me, she's a total butter face. I don't I like her. I no, don't I don't There's think she's about a, her. I'm not saying she's got the, like. No, the, she's not. She's not the hottest thing ever or anything like that, but. You would. I think yeah. she's got like an alien head. No. I don't know. That's no. just me. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't see it. No, it, it's me. But I feel like I'd be doing all the work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Know? totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she, she just, seems like she'd just be a corpse just lying there. Yeah, kind of. definitely. Yeah. yeah, That's no fun. No. I mean, it would be. I, I guess, yeah, it's not bad. It's just... You know. but no, to me, she's a total bag and tag. I don't know. Well, if you want a bag and tag her, that's fine. You know, oh, fuck I... it and chuck it. It's right. <laughs> the Flaming Lips, with a little help from my friends... And uh, new Rancid. Yeah. Honor is all we know. That's exciting to me. Pretty sweet, eh? Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. That's really good. It's been a while. It's been a rancid. while. <laughs> yeah, it has been a while for, for new Rancid. Long while. Yeah. Yeah. Where's some, what's the top five on Billboard.com there? Well, number five, Partners by Barbara Streisand. You picked that up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. Big fan. Massive, you know, because <laughs> us English all love Barbara Streisand. <laughs> um... Number four, Rose Avenue, You and Me, and, or You uh, Plus Me. That's the new Dallas Green and Pink collaboration. Yeah, that'll be different. Yeah. It's very chill and laid back. and It's it's very City in Color-esque with Pink's vocals on it, That's a bit different for Pink because she's a bit more in your face now, She's very she? yeah. pop-centric, and yeah, she's really toned to bag. I mean, she's got great vocals, so yeah, um, yeah it, it's a great little project that they got going on. Awesome. Number, uh, number three, Ride Out by Bob Sager. Nice. Yeah. Number two, Old Boots, New Dirt, Jason <laughs> Aldean. That's a country album. That's that's a country <laughs> album if I've ever seen one. <laughs> and Boots, number one, Anything Goes, Florida Georgia Line. Who the fuck is that? I've never heard of them in my I've life. I've heard of Florida Georgia Line in the sense that I've heard that name before, but I don't know what they do or what they sound like. Exciting. What kind of music it is. Anything. So there you go. Music headlines here for you. A sad news to start off with. Uh, Jack Bruce, the bassist and co-founder of the uh, hugely influential rock uh, trio Cream, has passed away at the age of 71. Uh, no cause of death was uh, was given. Uh, in 1993, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and later on won a Recording Academy Lifetime Achievement Award at the 2006 Grammys. Wow. He was a badass. Pretty sweet. He'll be missed. Uh, next week. Jack White is heading, uh, hitting the road for a European leg of tour dates behind his new album, Lazaretto. Uh, the shows, uh, uh, the, these shows are going to be uh, uh, White's first since his touring uh, keyboardist Isaiah Owens died from a heart attack while the band was right. touring Mexico. Yeah, so, he canceled a whole slew of shows in Mexico after yeah. that death. So to fill the role, he has now recruited Queens of the Stone Ages, Dean Fertitta, to play piano and keyboard for all of his forthcoming dates. That's a pretty all right sub in. That's a, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty good. He, uh, he quoted as saying, you know, no one's going to be able to replace, of course, uh, replace Owens, but hey, you know, you got to move on. Uh, in news that excites me, Greatly, 
Jose Gonzalez has announced his first new album in seven years uh, with v Vestiges and Claws, and it'll be out uh, February 17th. Wow. Can't seven wait. Years. Uh, this will be his third album, and it's self-produced by him. And he wrote it and made it primarily in his kitchen in Sweden. Jesus. Because when you hear the name Jose Gonzalez, you think of a Swedish man. <laughs> oh, straight away. He's full-on Swedish. It's really weird. Wow. It's really weird. Uh, Zoe Deschanel and oh. M. Ward, also known as she and him. Calm yourself over oh, there, Oh, my sir. Zoe. <laughs> I love that woman. Uh, they have shared the release date for their latest album called Classics. It's a 13-track collection of carefully selected Timeless Standards, which is due at December 2nd. That's it's, all, it's all covers. Yeah, which which they do very well. Yes, they 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 rock that. Yeah, in the in the sense of she and him rocking. Yes, it. <laughs> they indie rock that. They indie rock it slowly. <laughs> uh, this past Monday, a new track from Soundgarden called "Storm" came to be on Earth, teasing the November twenty fourth release of a new three disc rarities collection dubbed "Echo of Miles," scattered tracks across the path. That seems, awesome. seems a little intense of a title, but I'm, I'm okay. It just seems like a lot, you know, yeah, like you just, easy with the poetry. Uh, <laughs> spanning 50 tracks, Echo of Miles collects original B-sides, unreleased tracks, instrumentals, covers, and demos from the band's 26-year career. That's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Storm is one of seven unreleased tracks included in the package. I know Soundgarden fans are going to fucking go apeshit over that stuff. That'll be a good buy. Yeah, yeah, that'll be sweet. Definitely. Uh, and finally, the band, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Eohippus? Eohippus? Never heard of them. Eohippus. Eohippus. <laughs> Let's do it with that. That uh, sounds all right. Their new song, Getting Your Hair Wet with Pee, uh, which yes. is a thing, is being pressed onto a vinyl made with human hair and urine. Because why the fuck it's not? like a Saturday night in Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> the song is described as, quote, an anthem so majestic it makes the star-spangled banner sound like a dog vomiting in comparison. Wow, that's a bold statement. That's... that's <laughs> Jesus, calm down. They're like quite literally pissing on the American anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was limit to, limited to 100 copies and has since sold out. Of course. Because people are fucked. Because people want to own hair and urine. Well, you know, it's not art unless you have it, Shannon. True. Whatever that means. I don't know. Yep. I would, yeah. Wait, wait. Why? No. Zero interest. Why? I mean, I get, like, I know, I, I understand. I know it's to simply make headlines. I understand that. Well, we're officially talking about them, and we've never, we would have never heard of them otherwise. Yeah, but I'm also never going to check them out. Like, that doesn't inspire me to want to... I don't know. To... The way that they describe the, their tracks about being better than the Star Spangled Banner, I don't know. I think... Again, it's, it's not hard, is it? I... No. <laughs> I think it's piqued my curiosity enough <laughs> that I'll, I'll take a listen. Really, though. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. you let me know how it is. They won me over. You let me know how it is, and I will ignore it. Okay. By the way, I've got to apologize to all American um, <laughs> listeners if I seem a bit of a dick towards the Yanks. <laughs> it's just funny. I'm sorry, it's nothing personal, but it just makes me giggle yeah. excessively. We no, make fun of everybody. Nothing it's you okay. say will piss off anyone more than we do, so it's okay. Oh, good. Yeah, it's all good. You've come to the right... Come well we're united. We're in a safe house yeah. here. <laughs> didn't we... We made fun of... Tex That's the end of music news, by the way. Yeah. Uh, didn't we make fun of... Texas once, and somebody actually messaged us saying they was like they loved it. Like, yeah, we said we were making fun of was, Texas, and then you're like, "Oh, it's fine. No one from Texas is ever gonna listen anyway." And then someone tweeted at us that I'm from Texas. 
it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay, like, great. Like, ensuring it's okay to make fun of us or and something like that. And we're like, well, thank you for listening. <laughs> also, don't shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> don't shoot me, please. Because they all carry guns and whatnot. They so. all carry guns, and they're terrifying. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. We have, about that. How many more stories tonight? We got one more story. One and, more. And again, all I'm going to tell you about it is a man has a deathbed confession. Oh, shit. And he worked at Lockheed Martin. Cool. So I have no idea what that is. Prepare. Pre- you're about to find you're gonna, out. You're gonna find out. You are about to find out. Right, right after this. Right after we get to the glorious sons. Here's Gordy on PTP. Good song. sons there with their track gordy you're listening to pull the plug and we're get getting into our last story of the evening yeah and this is a doozy it's a real good one this is uh you know take it you gotta you gotta take it for with a big ass grain of salt 
Right. But here's here it goes. You guys ever heard of the company Lockheed Martin? No. Huge no. in the states. They're a uh, global aerospace defense security and advanced technology company. Uh, they they so again like security they make uh, they've designed like the F thirty fives the EC one thirties like fighter jets they've made missiles they make security shit they're fucking like everything they're like, the real deal they're the real deal and a a scientist a dying scientist who used to be, uh, work for Lockheed Martin he was a research scientist at Lockheed Martin he has a number of patents to his name uh, made a really bizarre deathbed video. Uh, claiming he knows what is really going on at Nevada's mysterious Area 51 site Ooh. and say, says that he reverse-engineered flying saucer technology for Lockheed Martin. What? His name is Boyd Bushman. He made the revelations in a video recorded just before he died this past August. Along with photographs of aliens, he claims were taken on disposable cameras within the American military facilities. Uh, he said that in He said in the video, which was recorded on August 7th, with respect to the alien craft, we have American citizens who are working on UFOs 24 hours a day. We are trying to learn what to do. Holy shit. Can I just ask one question? Yes. What drugs was this guy on? Because I want some. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, it's, it's, it's actually not the first time that someone at the defense firm has claimed that secrets of alien spacecraft are being studied by Lockheed Martin. Uh, ben Ben Rick, a Lockheed Martin employee who pioneered stealth fighters, said, We already have the means to travel among the stars, but these technologies are locked up in black projects, and it would take an act of God to ever get them out to benefit humanity. Anything you can imagine, we already know how to do. Wow. So, warp speed, uh, fucking cold fusion, whatever. Whatever you, whatever you got in your head, they got it. Interest. I mean, yes. Again, big grain of salt, and of course, and I, especially for a man on his deathbed. I mean, you don't know what kind of dementia and everything yeah, else absolutely. he may have had. But what I'm saying is, but the possibilities are cool. What I'm saying is, it's absolutely true. One hundred percent, undeniably true. Yeah, yeah, like full disclosure. Like I fully believe aliens exist, and we've been this. Like I, I, yeah. I'm not saying I believe that this is happening but it's fucking interesting and worth listening about so any sort of theories like this i'm so on board to listening to i mean i want to believe that there's all that shit out there the thing is so if there are things out there don't get me wrong i believe that the odds of life are extremely high us being the only sentient beings on earth is well, on in the galaxy, rather. We can't it? be the smartest people out no, there, right? No, we can't yeah. be because that's only, fucking depressing. Yeah, the only proper living planet. Yeah, out there, it's it's a statistical impossibility. Right. Yeah. You know, if one planet is being created like this, there's bound to be others, mm-hmm. and where this, you know, um, atmosphere like this, life will th- thrive. Exactly. Has to somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Uh. His confession uh, is peppered with images of alien bodies. He claims that there are two groups of aliens under study at Area 51 and other sites. Uh, he is quoted as saying, "Aliens have long; these aliens have long fingers, webbed feet." And this is where he starts to lose me a little bit. But again, it's probably just human-made terminology. And hail from a planet known as Quintumnia, 
Now, I guarantee that's a word that humans made up, but there we go. There are two groups of aliens, says Bushman. They divide them into two groups. It's like a cattle ranch. One group are wranglers, and the other are, are rustlers, the stealers of cattle. The ones that are wranglers are much more friendly and have a better relationship with us. Huh. So, it, hey, again, take it for, for what's worth. It's a 32-minute video on YouTube. It's free to, to, you know, anyone has access, obviously, to it. You can watch it and, and look at the guy. And, I mean, on the one hand... What does he got like? Um, what does he have to gain about lying? Like he's he, he's on his deathbed, and he has nothing to lose on his deathbed. He has nothing either. to lose. Also, being said, he's on his deathbed and could be losing his mind. Yep. So the possibilities are very cool, though. But uh, I'm gonna be watching it every day, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna be posting the links to Facebook and Twitter. You can find those links at ptppodcast.com, and I think it's worth. I think it's worth watching. I whether you believe in it or not, I think it's just like hey. Maybe. 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 That's all I'm saying. So once again, ptppodcast.com and aliens exist. Wow. That's I love it. Yes. And as a very happy birthday treat to our good friend, Jake Brenneman, we're going to be playing his cover uh, next here, Wagon Wheel. On Fuck yeah. the plug. I was heading down south to the land of the pines I'm thumbing my way into North Carolina I'm staring up the road Pray to God I see headlights Well, I made it down the coast in 17 hours I was picking me a bouquet out Put flowers and I'm hoping for rally That I could see my baby
Jacob Brenneman, Wagon Wheel on Paul the Plug Podcast. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Wow, we good. did that at the same that time. Really well good. done. <laughs> that was and creepy. I, I didn't intend that at all. And uh, if you missed Justin Briner this week, as we know you all did, because we did. Well, he is the talent of the show. I mean, he will be back. You know, we assure you he'll be back. He was just out partying tonight with Jake Brenneman, which mm. I don't blame him because they're always a good time. If we were invited, we would have too. Yeah, that full disclosure, we were not invited. Yeah, so bunch of assholes. You know, that's how it is. <laughs> Who needs them anyway? Exactly. Yeah. Fuck them. We have You've our, got me. We have our British friend Alex. And hey. thank you for stepping up to the plate tonight and delivering all that needed to be delivered. Yes. Not a problem. Although when you hold it, held at gunpoint, it really <laughs> is hard to resist. Well, you can't say no. So yeah, you're here anyway. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. Stay up to date with everything Pull the Plug related. Go to the website, ptppodcast.com. There's links to Facebook on there, Twitter, YouTube, as well as the blog, which once again, Michael Angry Hawkins has posted another blog post on there. He's in love and it's amazing. It's beautiful. So you got to check that out. Comment it. Comment on it. Share it. I don't know how you like it. Yeah. Or if you're sad that he's taken now. Sorry. Yeah. You know. I, I was a li- like I went into some severe depression when I found out he was in love. It's a little so. heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks again, Alex, for uh, joining us tonight on the show. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you guys so much for listening. And stay fucking interesting. Cheers, guys. Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>